0: There, men, and Adeptus Sororitas, two good tastes, so they're great together.
1: Fortified Niche
0: Hey there, everyone, welcome to the first 2023 episode of Fortified Niche, your podcast about miniature games that are produced by the cuter smaller game studios out there
1: seasonal g'day
0: seasonal g'day from our co-host who's uh, also already in 2023 today we're going back to the past uh, back to our roots even we're doing a redux episode for grimdark future
1: yeah it's exciting um I think it's a game we didn't spend enough time on the first time before we sort of came to our podcasting setup. So it's, it's cool to go back and be like, oh, okay, I see now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out play, doing some playtesting of the miniature more game you're reviewing is actually good.
1: Let's go like crazy out there.
0: Jude, Jude is still out on that. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Grimdark Future uh, it was born as One Page Rules but eventually they had to rebrand I guess or I guess there's the or, or I guess the whole project is, is still called One Page Rules but the uh, Not 40k spin-off is called uh, Grimdark Future because like you know in the grim darkness of the far future even if they had to file off the 40k numbers of the uh, game they still have their own <laughs> Th- their own threadbare setting that they use in their small faction background stories. So everything that's happening in uh, Grim dark Future is taking place in the serious sector and it's overrun by the various uh, sci-fi factions you would expect from uh, Games Workshop and also adjacent, also adjacent games, adjacent settings. Uh, they are really. They really seem to be just tacking stuff on it because, like, who's gonna stop them? So you also have rules and uh, and uh, set, setting faction excuses for uh, ratman clans, infected colonies, and other stuff that's obviously taken from Mantic from from yeah, Dead Zone Warpath. You also have factions that are <laughs> based on. Uh, on on three D three D model three D printed model lines like feudal guard and uh, I guess eternal dynasty and even the so- Zorian star Host, which is as the name would suggest uh, what happens when you take uh, take the lizardmen from fantasy and put them in space so you have a, b- a bunch of factions from a bunch of armies that uh, that aren't necessarily forty k or but you know, they're heavily inspired by and you can uh, definitely use the minis you have. And, and or you can go... Minis. And you can also have paper minis and paper standees and whatever. Uh, the game has a bit of uh, some some original art going for it and is supported with various goodies for uh, for new players. So you can not only get uh, 3D, 3D pre- <laughs> miniatures for 3D printing, you can also get miniatures for actual printing.
1: Yeah, the 3D print scene for it is thriving. Um, their own models are working hard every month sort of to make new sets. And they're they're relatively high quality. Uh, I think they sort of skew a bit too closely to more traditional sort of what they're taking from. Like, I'd love to see them put more of their own spin onto their um, alien hive than what they've got. They're leaning more into that now as they get further through it, and that's great to see.
0: The hardest thing for me is that I really love the the small, uh, cute demons they have uh, on the picture for wormhole demons. They're like just b- tiny black imps, and I'm like, you know what? I'd I'd love it if it was like a tabletop faction of like of like tiny black uh, tiny black imps. But then again, it probably wouldn't look as cute or or uh, as nice when. Uh, when uh, rendered in in three D, uh, so yeah, yeah. Every every faction, is, every faction is every faction you could want is in the game. I think they had space dwarfs even before they made their return in Forty K because
1: uh, everyone wanted them back, <laughs> so they brought them back. Um.
0: Well, they had them because uh, Dead Zone had them and. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know if they're planning to do space dwarfs, but more advanced this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, dwarf guilds are there. Dwarf guilds are there since yep. last time we <laughs> Here are Deep Rock Galactic knockoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean the Deep Rock Galactic players out there, you can build a, you can build an army based on your favorite uh, digging dumbasses. <laughs> but going to the rules, uh, the game is still revolves uh, around. Uh, around the idea of being a much simpler take on 40k uh, it's a d6 system because uh, that's one die size we're never going to escape and uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of simple uh, it's kind of simple like that <laughs> there's like you know if anything happens you roll a d6 uh, and uh, fi- find out what happens most units most unit stats are are expert most units have two stats quality and defense and the quality is uh, the dice you roll to hit something usually and defense is your armor safe if you have a unit it will be like master jester which is uh, the prime clown leading the harlequins and he is, he is quality 3 plus defense 5 plus so you already know what so so, so you basically already know what he does on, a, on on d6 and the weapons are also fairly simple they have range attack at attacks uh, ap and uh, special so most of the t- most of the time it's really easy to get, guess what they do at, at a glance You don't have to count strength for toughness and regular CCVs like close combat weapons is like attack one or attack two, (laughs) which is a bit annoying because not all CCVs are made the same. Some of them are only attack one. The rest of technical fanciness is baked into uh, universal special rules, uh, as you'd say, because heroes almost universally have tough, which means that they have more more than a single wound, they have hero which uh, allows them to, jo- to join units and uh, provide their morale quality for saves and and also they're killed last. So that's, that's a single rule that solves like three complicated things that you'd see in other games when they deal with heroes, what they provide to units and so on and so forth. Um,
1: yeah, it's sort of it likes yet- to front load that it's a simple, like one page rule set. But it is it is a very, very dense one page and then it uploads a lot of the complexity to the similarly incredibly dense um multi page uh, army books. Like the units are all simple. Like you can put them all in note cards, like your your machine cult defilers, have a stalk unit that's four plus, hits on four pluses, combat shooting, um, morale saves. Defends on 5 pluses, has the weapon Sonic Razors and Claws, which are attack 2 poison rending, so 2 attacks per model, have the poison and rending special rules, have Furious Scout, Stealth and Strider, have upgrades available from 2 different charts, and cost 150 points. And I guess the base game or the of the expected game size is about 2,000, from what we understand, and the book says. I'm not quite sure how much that deals with what the community expects, all tournaments playing it. They could be playing at 6,000 points for all I know, and I'm sure that is. So fun,
0: yeah. Uh, one th- one thing to understand that this is a much smaller game than 40k. Even at t- 2,000 points, you want to be having too many units on the table. So, but, so, so so.
1: I think it depends on the faction you're talking about. Like the Skaven Zebra had like well, yes. 690 dudes on the table, and I was like, oh no, oh
0: no. Uh, well, yes, but uh, they're Space Skaven, and I built them to be around having very many rat. <laughs> because well, what else will you do? Not have that. Uh, so, well, the basic the most basic rules are entire entirely condensed in two pages. With first page being the actual rules, and the second page being all the uh, uh, yeah,
1: special rules, traits.
0: Yeah, yeah, all, all the special rules. There's also a larger rule book that adds stuff and also explains stuff better. It's also available for free. That one's sixteen pages or so. And Casa, uh, who has money to splash, has an even bigger rulebook he got off Patreon.
1: It feels like a dollar and I can get everything apart from the gang fight rules. Um, yeah, it was just 32 pages. It's mostly more campaigny um, campaign. More, more campaign, as well as like competitive rules and how to set up terrain and a bit more a bit more quality of life depth, but nothing that really fundamentally changes the way you understand the game he's played. Um, It offers more things, like more missions, side missions, um, extra actions your your characters can take to make it more of an advanced kind of game, Um, random events, which aren't exciting, battlefield conditions, which aren't exciting, Uh, terrain objective effects, and fog of War, as well as some other things like brutal damage, like doing overwhelming damage. Also command points, because apparently we've got to take everything 40k does, or they want to take everything GW does, and also
0: do it. Hey, we remember when we did AT forty three, and you liked Command One command points in that one. I won't be gassed by
1: you again, then. We've been over this. Yeah, over
0: this. <laughs> yeah but even in, even the competitive rules are say one page, and campaign rules are well, that's five pages. But that's because they also needed to fit in the campaign roster in there, uh, and. And yeah the game is the game is fairly simple, and the rules they add on to it like you know campaign rules can't be that much uh <laughs> that much more difficult so like eh, when you when your units gain experience and gain and gain traits uh they they get stuff like say specialist which is, which is gives uh plus a plus one role to either melee or shooting or elite that allows them to re-roll one roll of a kind once per game. So it's stuff, it's not exactly the most exciting stuff. It's not, it's not like 40k crusade rules, but you know, it's fitting for the kind of, uh, fitting for the kind of game that is.
1: This core thesis is intact for a lot of what it wants you to think about it. Like there's no sudden twists with how it all works.
0: Yeah, uh, as far as I remember, you, no, well not as far as I remember. Most fan f- f- most fan project that you encounter <laughs> and I guess the only difference between an indie game and a fan project is that one draws money from, from somewhere and has to and has to, you know, remove all the copyrighted names from it and the other is just uh, doing whatever is that fan projects usually don't understand the scale and scope and they usually go overboard by just adding everything. And uh, a game or a project balloons to insanity and, they're, and even saying balance next to the thing is enough to cause an antimatter reaction. Uh, so, yeah, so they know what they're doing and they're and they're trying to keep the rules uh, down and simple as aggressively as possible
1: yeah I think they've got a good sort of basis for their game because you're not running into that point like we have AT43 of like here is a game that doesn't exist anymore that you can't buy models for without going through exorbitant resellers on ebay or the like Um, and it expects you to be coming into it Having already built a faction, having already built a game, having already like assembled these armies, and just transferring over wholeheartedly from something else, which thinking about it, it still feels really weird to me. That's kind of like their mission sort of statement. They, from an outsider, that's like how I view their sort of perspective as they. Like I'm not, I don't want to sign anything to them they have never said themselves, but it looks like they want they want to be making GW's rules for them. I mean fair they're cop to them. Like GW aren't doing the best job of it all the time. People seem upset about things, you know, it happens. Every no one's perfect. Powody's perfect, as my t-shirts say. But it doesn't feel <laughs> like this succeeds in that regard. You know?
0: Well, we're gonna probably uh... Discuss that one in uh, in uh, in depth when it comes to the complement sandwich uh and the, 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 the interesting thing for me is how like those spin-off factions exist like you know so- sorry and starhost like it is expected that you'll be invested in the, in the game enough or at least some people that they will buy and build custom factions for it and of course, there are also standees, which are which which I like, the, which which I like the it's art also, of them, I think um, like
1: they're very open about the way they cost things. There's like a faction builder, yeah. unit builder comes with like the game if you support them, and they give they go great lengths to explain like how they build options and stuff. So if you disagree, you can make up your own guys. Be like, ah, I'm gonna finally build that Astarte's champion that I've always wanted. I'm gonna build JC Dent Menace and he's going to rip and tear throughout the universe. <laughs> Finally, you can have your I'm guy gonna, on the board.
0: Finally, I can have uh, JC Denton from the game Deus Ex uh, on, on the game board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what gives me the sword that ignores all armor? So that's that. And uh, when you move from rules that are as simple as that, you get into army building, which is not much more difficult. Actually, what competitive rules do, they actually introduce some sort of like form to to army building because usually it's like choose army, uh set your point limit, go nuts.
1: Yeah, like there's, Meanwhile, sort of, there's like you can't take units that cost more than like a third of the points you're playing. So you can't bring the super different titans, yeah. which is like oh, that that sucks. That's a bummer. Like if your competitive army you can't deal with like a wound eighteen dude that's killing twenty guys a turn. Be more competitive bro. Get good.
0: Yeah, uh, basically army composition is uh, our, the more advanced army composition is an entire is just a single paragraph that says you can only have one hero per full five hundred points, set amount of copies of the same unit uh, per one thousand points. You can't bring anyone anything that's worth more than uh, a third of your army and. You know, so uh, what it does is preventing, uh, immediately preventing MSU and also hero hammering. But the thing that makes it even easier to build armies in Grimdark Future is that it has a fully supported free online army builder that has everything in it. And if you ever had to use Battle Scribe for whatever reason ever, uh, this one is better in every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the army builder is like you know easy to is easy to use. It's uh, it's fast and nice and cool. And uh, eventually you can get uh, eventually you can get your output as. Easy to, easy to print and use uh, unit cards, and then you have all your special abilities explained underneath uh, for your convenience. It's definitely uh, a lot
1: more user-friendly than other list builders I've seen that just print everything out. It's like single lines with like clutter of text. And since the game, we could do that because everything's simple and the keywords are so clear and unnested. So that would work for this game.
0: Yeah, uh, the only thing I I don't really like about the army builder is that it uh, doesn't do the combined unit upgrades for you, I think, because here's the thing with the game for most units starts with like... Five guys total and stuff. And if you want to bring them up, bring them up to ten guys. You do what is called a combined unit. You buy two units of five guys, and then you deploy them as a single as a single unit. But when you have rules like regeneration or something, uh, the rules say that you have to buy buy them for each of the smaller units individually. Which, <laughs> when it comes to regeneration, can get really costly. But uh, as far as I've seen, the uh, Army Builder doesn't automatically purchase those upgrades when you combine a unit in it. So this is basically a nitpick and I don't know if anybody really understood what I just said. Uh, Otherwise, the Army Builder is good and (laughs) having the option to, to rename units by yourself for free is... Uh, amazing compared to uh, compared to say Battlescribe which is in which it's a pre- premium feature.
1: Yeah, I'm honestly getting a lot judgier about army builders nowadays. Like if your game doesn't have at least a functional one by default, even like a fan community one, like Legion Sovereign's Legion has two Roll Division ones. One's a bit out of date, the other one works fine and great. Has all the cards and point updates and outputs them in a way that's very playable um yeah like if you haven't got that for your game it's it's just such a simple barrier to be leaving put up for your for your for your. For your ah, it's, a, it's a big barrier to be leaving up for people to get over like it's all well and good to bust out make your own excel spreadsheet or pen and paper it but if you fuck it up somewhere and you will fuck it up somewhere like how can you have that? can be expected to be playing like a relatively balance game against your opponent like if your opponent is something up like 200 points that you know 300 points that's a big difference if you're whoops i forgot to pay for all these plasma cannons oh well or like if your app just doesn't work cough night models cough then that's you know what do i what am i paid all this money for for these models like if i can't access the most up-to-date releases and features and um bug tested miniatures
0: yeah, because uh, we we've really run into issues like that uh, doing playtesting and stuff where we maybe misunderstand some of the unit building rules and then somebody brings either too much or too or too few points too, too few points into the game. Uh, so army builders, I've always been a big fan of them. Casa is becoming a big fan of them.
1: Spoiled by infinity, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think at at this point it might be getting unfair to, to to talk about the Infinity Army Builder because it's like uh, miles above everything else. But like, hey, uh, Warlord Games has their stuff on uh, Easy Army. Why can't your game has have an have an Easy Army Army Builder? And
1: like, hey, I understand that yeah, it's it's more work for like many of these one man bands, and that's. Understandable. That I get it. I'm not saying every game needs to have like a super well researched, reinforced, streamlined, no drag builder. Like even the limit for the community makes <laughs> sense. Like once again, Night Models, the BMG website is tremendous for building your army. It's honestly more reliable than anything Night have done. Um, but it still feels like if you aren't making like a token effort to do that, if you aren't trying to provide it, then it's just I don't know, a bit shit at this point. <laughs>
0: Uh, the least thing you can do is uh, take the Fan Army Builder and give it a tiny kiss on the forehead and say that your company is uh, su- su- supporting this uh, this effort or something yeah. to keep it alive and floating for uh, for, for for the peop- nice people out there trying to play the game. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and if I uh, and if I remember uh, when we played the, the Zona Alpha game. Was the Excel sheet army builder we're using official or fan made? Oh, I feel like it was fan made. Even even uh, even Excel spreadsheet army builders are helpful.
1: Yeah, even like an Excel sheet, even something like so seeing what they put out, which feels like like their builder is great. Like not this is a, like cast on them in backhanded way. It's great. The output matches the like art style almost of the book of like very clean, um, yeah, very minimal. It might be the same font. as a book, probably. I'm not a font guy. Um, I'm too cool for. This.
0: But yeah, it has everything you need. It has uh, pop-ups to explain the rules. It has, uh inf- it has information. It has various export options. It has sharing options. It's oh boy, it's a really, it's a, it's a really good uh, product, and it's free. So like you know, what else can you ask for? Uh, probably miniatures, <laughs> and here we move even to the army building section of the podcast. And you probably already know how how you buy miniatures for this game. You already have a pre existing forty k army that you don't want to use in forty k, or you just went to a garage sale and some and somebody sold their grandpa's squats or something. Now you have an army, or you wanna you want to do uh, Dead Zone, Warpath, whatever, but don't like Mantic Rules for some reason, I don't know, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Dead Zone. So yeah, that's it. Uh, considering that the uh, setting isn't like hard, uh, how do you say it, Heart set down and, and stuff, you can't be playing unreal- <laughs> unrealistic models or unrealistic armies with it. Just bring something that's you know, representative of of the, of the stuff uh, and uh, uh, talk to your opponent and you can uh, run your stuff, really.
1: Yeah, it's... The game has so many factions. There might have been even more factions since last I looked. Um, to really encourage <laughs> you to basically have something represented on the table. And like I said, there's a points calculator pack. Um, it looked like there was conversations going on um, on the community about, like, adding even more factions. Um, and I got a wiki with like a bunch of good getting to start armies with tactics and how to play and what to expect for different units. Hey, if
0: you have your AT43 army knocking about, that's usable mm. <laughs> with one faction or another. If you are buying those Stargrave miniature packs of uh, North Star, that's probably usable. You can build an army pretty fast. If you're a big fan and patron of all those antediluvian websites that sell random sci-fi miniatures so all cast in pewter, well this is a game that you can use them with. Uh, this is probably the nicest looking game you can use them with.
1: Undoubtedly.
0: Um I something I've heard something dark but yeah, the basic idea is for you to get your forty K Binnies in it and use them, and that's. I think it supports most of the ranges these days. If not, you can uh, f- f- fluff it up a little. And uh, for example, uh, for example, the rules for sake for uh, Havoc Brothers might not have like your specific named. Uh, Ah uh, chaos Lord there types, but there, e-
1: in there. there may not be um golden blue, definitely not robots yeah, not um robots. but you can probably make a decent facsimile for your uh, spiky power envoys yeah. and gals. <laughs>
0: well I was go I was going more about like uh the options for Lord the executor or something exist via upgrades usually it's so. You can still use uh, use that uh, as you want. Mm-hmm. Or you can pl- play into the fluff of the serious sector and uh, have your battle brothers or whatever be mantic enforcers. Nobody's stopping you.
1: I will. I will come to your house show you
0: what for. uh Okay, Kasa may stop you, but that's because he is Australian and he's been imbued with various fell powers that allow yeah. him to exist in his uh, I have the RAF with 30k on con- my continent. side.
1: Watch the fuck out. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 So, miniatures, uh, any. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have fantasy miniatures, uh, there are also fantasy uh, fantasy rules.
1: There's also Warfleet rules for your spaceships you left over from drop fleet commander or to Armada even
0: I'm sure you could probably hack uh, hack battlefield gothic in it because everyone wanted to play battlefield gothic ever since it came out and died Use yeah hey shout out shout out sound off in the twitter comments if you want to if you want us to review more one-page rule games this is not a desperate cry for more engagement
1: I mean I don't think there's much more to say about them. like the difference between future and fantasy is like I guess one side has more magic than the other one but Future has psychic rules. as rules of, like trying to blow someone's head up with your mind. What's the difference between that and a fireball or a cannon? And it's just like, do you want to smash together your Age of Sigma with your old school Bretonians? Then that's the game for you, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, Grimdark Future also have also Grimdark Grimdark Future also have uh, firefight rules, which is like your kill teams. And uh, skirmish. I think it's there's skirmish. A- <laughs> yeah, it's got skirmish. And uh, if uh, and if you're Casa and you drop a dollar on their Patreon, you get gang fight rules, which is Necromunda. <laughs> I think that, I don't think they have uh, Adeptus Titanicus rules, but that's because uh, because everybody loves Titanicus as is, and nobody is really complaining about it. There are th- except for maybe. No, there are no people to play them against in my town. They
1: do have Titan Legions in there already, so you can. Yeah, that's can for play, like, knights. Knight things, if you wanted, yeah.
0: They don't have aeronautica rules any uh, either so like you know some specialist games may apply but not all um uh, so yeah build your armies uh print out print out your standees we support uh, games that support standees that have beautiful full color standees we love them standees somebody might sh- somebody should release their uh, somebody should release their miniature war game entirely with standees and nothing else. That's about that. Now we can move to the best part of, uh, of the show, which is where we try to complain a little but also give the game some compliments and I I'll, and, uh, I'll start because uh, I'm leading uh, I'm leading the show today. Okay. I'm going to say that I really love the army builder. Like window shopping and the, I guess list building it's its uh close, closely related cousin, almost really a brother. Is something I enjoy a lot in, in games. Probably enjoy them more more than uh, playing itself because it's like hey, it's at this step where the future is still full of possibilities and you don't really have to paint any miniatures yet. The list builder is, uh, the list builder, Army Forge, it's it's called, is good. I like it. It's very handy and it puts out easy-to-use lists that are comprehensible. If there was uh, some easier way or smart way to... (laughs) <laughs> Export them to Tabletop Simulator, and there might be the modules for uh, for, for the modules that we played were uh, fairly well tuned, even if they 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 didn't have the say official smell of the uh, of the way Turnip uh, Turnip Twenty Eight module had it, which is strange since like you know this is a game that's producing a lot of. 2D art and 2D standee, so why not have your own fully 2D custom design uh, TTS module, except for you know time expenses and uh, and, uh, and things like that. So yeah, uh, Army Forge, good.
1: Yeah, um, no, no, de- no argument there. The builder is great. I noticed that the official. If you go to the website onepagerules.com, we can find most of the stuff for free. The Books on there also have a direct link to the builder page for them. So you can look at the PDF in one window and have it just really click open to the actual builder, which is pretty cool. Simple, like sneak, neat little, like, Hey, while you're here, look at the rules, worked it out. Let's make it here for you.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that, that, that is very friendly and very useful from them. So what about your first uh, compliment?
1: Um, I like that they're very encouraging of fan translations. Um, there's a big page front page like link to like hey French translations FAQs and stuff um, there's a lot of translations German ones pretty far ahead um, French Slovak Spanish like you know pretty not relevant to our audience but I'm sure they're mostly English but you know it's, it's cool to see them offering that kind of support for other games it's, I imagine it's not easy to find games that aren't you know I'm sure you can speak this more than I can like lots of things are in English or Spanish is minus any of games. Like there's some old um, French war games. But mostly that's like Spain seems to be the big one. That's not like an English, an ESL country. Um, yeah. So seeing that stuff for free is great. Um, I also liked that They've got a bunch of like uh, free models on their cult page. Just like, Hey, here's what the factions look like. Here's, you know, here's a horse Warrior. If you can try printing it, see how it feels, paint a scheme up, work it out. Here's a Beastman Elite. Here's a, a Vinci Automata. Just like simple, like stuff for free. Like, like I'm not saying everything has to be free. That's absurd. But they're offering—they're so giving of what you can experience and try before extra money exchange of cash happens. It's like its, it's cool to see. Like it's just, rather than paywalling everything.
0: Like. Yeah, like some studios that are based in New Zealand that are making World War Two games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: People Report people's labor, but it's they're making the barrier to get into the game even lower, so they're sort of putting you just as yeah. far of the ground as they can like we will if you want us to hold you and separate for you we will,
0: <laughs> yeah, um now, if I had to complain about things, I think uh I think uh will voice the more actual mechanical complaint about it about mechanical depth. but really for me is uh space Marines aren't tough enough. <laughs> Uh, when you remove uh, toughness from the equation and they're just two single wound models, they really fly off the table, because and it's a little un- unsatisfactory for me personally. And I, 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 I like it if they were even more expensive in points because they're already like 50 well, not 50 points per model, but definitely quite a bit. I, I, like I said, the armies in this one are small and I like it if they were all, all balanced about be, ar- around being tough, free, which is like akin, ha- akin to having free wounds for the, for them. Uh, because like, you know, just ha- just having one shot go through on the down a Space Marine or uh, well, from out of hand is kind of not the best feeling in the world. Uh, sure, I was playing with, say, the uh, rats and those were dro- dying in droves, but those were rats and it, that's the, kind of the idea for them to, dry, to die in droves. Uh, and that's m- really my one complaint that can be fixed without changing the rules a bit because, of course, I'd like mora- morale rules to be a bit different and a bit to be a bit better, Because don't I say that about basically every, every game we encounter?
1: Yeah, the, the lack. The fact that Tough is either one, three, six or nine, twelve, 12, uh, multiples of three basically. It's interesting, but does have that issue where like you said, like space marines just fall over. <laughs> like if you found that three plus save. Oh well. Well two plus modified. Um but the Custodian knockoffs sorry, the the Custodian brothers have tough three just a minute, so you get from like one wound to three wounds and it does feel kind of strange that there's no intermediary step even though there are like prime brothers who are like 2 to across the board so I, I do agree that there's sometimes things don't feel tough enough and they just go it's really easy to be diced in any game but this game sort of makes it More expected.
0: So what about your bespoke complaint?
1: If it had it, I was very sure in my mind, like it's going to be this one. and then I should have written it down because I am a fool. It's basically that I don't feel like this has an identity as strongly as other games do. Sort of the appeal of smashing together your armies Saturday morning breakfast, I know, Saturday morning cartoon style. I don't know people playing it. And it has, so the main complaint is the audience that's attracted are really some of the worst kind of um, XGW gamers, where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna three D print everything. Oh, I'm just gonna read. The, I'm gonna play these rules instead. Oh, I'm never gonna touch anything. And rather than talking about how much they enjoy one page rules, they complain about. It. They basically talk about how much better it is in GW with no other points of contention or um, reasons. It's just like, well, it's not GW, so it's good. It's like, well, no, it's it's actually good in and of itself as a product unrelated to GW. But the community parts of the community are too focused on like oh yeah you know just go and buy all the gdb boxes and then come back and put this like why not just spend more time like making your own dudes out of things or like they're cool prints or they call cool standees designs It just feels like it's a weird complaint but i don't like the toxic people they're encouraging but they're not really doing that Willfully, it's just part of, like, what they said. It
0: happens uh, naturally due to the nature of the game, I'd say, maybe.
1: Yeah, like, it's, uh, not, I don't it's, it's not their fault. They're not saying, like, hey, GW sucks, come give us money instead. They're saying, like, hey, we're making this product you can use your GW models for. That also has a lot of, like, similarities to it just because we also like that aesthetic and that style and that vibe. And, you know, to me, pieces. is just like, yeah, fuck GW. These guys don't cook ours. Like, no, no just yeah
0: that that makes sense Uh yes uh, this uh, whole entire call out of me makes sense <laughs> uh, li- oh, come across. well yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the the thing with me and the and some other peoples is like you know we like space Marines we want to play with space Marines but the official space Marine rules for playing space Marines with uh, aren't. Yeah. Great in that. our consideration, and and like you know, uh, unlike when say you're playing World War II rules, you don't have a bajillion uh, a bajillion other rule sets that are equally as valid and equally and you know equally as viable. So yeah, and you you haven't got maybe a bunch of the, this sort of thing happens. yeah.
1: Um, future soldier commands, fighting on the future soldier pugs, fighting future soldier um, space justice, and I get, I get that. But like there are companies pushing their own boutique sci-fi things. And I just kind of feel like this one is sort of being damned with people who only want to use it to score points against someone else. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's 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 and that's understandable. Uh, we wa- we uh, we all want to, to have, say, more positive vibes in the community and in communities that we partake in. Because but, while it is very easy and and even somewhat satisfying to go be negative and talk about those the negative points all the time, it eventually gets tiresome, even when you yourself do it, like. <laughs> I I at some point got tired of say complaining about the Star Wars sequels because I've said it so many times already and I and I'm like look I'm going to get angry one once more like well, what's that going to change are they going to make uh, that they're going to reshoot the sequels to make it better No. so we so you know like Praise stuff without damning stuff, I guess, and uh, it, and it is possible because this is a neat product that does neat fi- neat things well. Even if I dislike the title, the name product, it's a neat creation. It's a neat, it's a neat fan idea, and I uh, and I like it, and I like to see it uh, see it flourishing because it's not like happened last year and now it's gotten big. It's, it it, ha- it has some years behind it and. Uh, yeah, could, could I retroactively declare that to be my second compliment? Because like, hey, this is a fan project that's building an actual heavy fan community. It's always improving. It's always moving forward. As far as I can see, it's always doing new good stuff, and uh, and I like it. We all you you always you always like to see the small guy, the new guy, get out there and uh, actually make it. Uh, for for whatever counts as making it.
1: Yeah, totally. It's just you want to see them succeed in their own merits rather than as a comparison point.
0: And now about your second compliment.
1: Uh, the, the graphic design is really good. Um, it's, I mean, it's mostly two columns. Like, yeah, that's kind of... Uh, but otherwise, like, the little art pieces are really cute. The little... Like, there's a cool... Like, the front covers are a cool torn look to the... the, the the bits around the border of the page is cool the just on the whole it's really nicely presented and it looks really nice and it's really easy to read and like the fact that only the sixteen thirty two pages is oh, one page um works really well like the little artworks are good all the actually it's a nice looking product that looks nice um and even though it's only black and white you don't it doesn't have a it doesn't get so the he's like oh, I wish there was like a bread of blue through these guys so I could see um it's just simple and like,
0: yeah. yeah and those warhole uh, wormhole demons are really cute yeah one
1: well, of the examples I've got good examples um yeah the rats with the radios and stuff and the cyborg plants are cute like it's just it just a really nice looking book it's, it's, cu- it's really for doing two columns like it looks great
0: yeah, yeah, I, I also agree with that. It it has the minimalist style uh, yeah. down pat, and uh, it it looks great for it.
1: And lots of space for things to breathe as well. It doesn't it doesn't feel like some games were like paragraphs cut off mid page, so you like try and scroll down and go back and sort of like, have it bounce like either on your screen trying to get the middle there or just sort of like having back with two pages open at once in a book with slip at the like the same front end back, so like it avoids that. Avoids that, even if it takes them like an extra page to do that. Like you could probably squish some of this down even more, but it doesn't doesn't feel like that. So it, it's just weird to have such a minimalist game, so that it'd be so like relaxed in the sharing of its information. Like, I don't know it's good. Hmm. It looks nice. It looks great. The standees also look great. Um, just cool cool artwork throughout.
0: Yeah, yeah, and. Uh... Hearing Casa talk about uh, the way rules are formatted and stuff, I can't wait to uh, inflict uh, Stargrunt 2 on him. Uh, Shout out in the chat for uh, Stargrunt 2 fans, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it one day, maybe not the the next episode, but sometime soon. Stargrunt baby! Woo! So yeah, that has been our repeat review Redux uh, review of uh, Grimdark Future by One Page Rules. Yeah, cool game. It's free. OnePageRules.com. So yeah, we've discovered the new re- new 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 things to like about it. I think we have also discovered the uh, new criticisms for it with, uh, with the experience we gained uh, over the time and the experience we gained playing it. Both against each other and other people. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> You're still very much free to try it, uh, to, to, to try Grim Dark Future, because it is a free game.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, like it's, there's very little barrier to get you playing. So, like, it's not even a game you have to, like, try and troll anywhere, you know, get a it or anything, book for a Pirate Flag. It's just free. Hey it out if you like it give us two dollars on patreon read the rest of the rules they're not compulsory <laughs> they're not really required but they make for a, a more flavorsome game
0: yeah they add that yeah. meat on those balls
1: some shasu for your ramen
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> who doesn't want ramen at any point at all points of the day mm-hmm. yeah um with that culinary distraction out of the way I have been JC Dent, your host as always, and I have been accompanied by CASA, who I hope is our co-host forever. Mystery at least. You can always clap into the pod, but you can never leave.
1: Got one page of rules for you after this.
0: (laughs) And this has been the uh, Fortified Niche Podcast. Uh, Signing off. What
1: else do you think we should revisit?
0: Yeah, do, do you think we should re- Yeah. It's <laughs> not gonna yeah. be that's that for sure. Oathmark,
1: Oathbook,
0: Oath Of Of Mark. No,
1: no,
0: never. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe something else. Hey if, uh, yeah. Uh, or you know, we are always looking for new and upcoming games yeah. to uh, review because like you know, it's 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 not that easy keeping tab on the pulse of the uh community, especially when some games are released uh, for free and not just like released as a commercial product but just some guy puts them out on a blog and some people like it but they're an isolated community and you only lear- learn about it like five years later so always keep bothering us uh, in the Twitter comments or if we ever get other social medias going uh, keep telling us about new games because some of the titles we've uh, played and enjoyed notably the uh, Pe- uh, Pally, Pally was it called? We uh, we 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 only learned about it from you guys. So like you know, guys, gals, MBs, keep it coming.
1: Yeah, thanks. So everyone. appreciate it. it a great year
0: down. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this has been fortified niche, and here's to another good year of ranting about games. Bye.
1: Bye.